This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Previously on In The Moment. You guys good? <laughs> that was a therapy session for y'all. I, I just wanted to match her energy. <laughs> I'm not going to leave. Katie's inner voice came in, bro. <laughs> you are not going to leave out here by herself. I'm with you. You know I got your back. I was now, scared. Who else? Who else? <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, yo, yo, point him out. Now, you want to get Romeo? Now, what do you think? Wait, wait. And another thing. <laughs> All right, it's time for the sicko award. He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just in. Before I bring my cousin Tavon in, <laughs> it's the perfect transition. Yes, sir. You see what I'm saying? Because he's a fucking sicko. <laughs> I told you, I'm the pod father. Why do you keep playing with me? You'll come for me. Yo, the Sicko Award is going to absolutely every character in Sesame Street. Ooh. Sunny day. Can you tell me how to get to that racist ass? <laughs> what? La, la, I don't care. La, la, la. No, I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. No, you're right. Okay. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Care. No, no. I don't yep. eat sesame seeds no more. <laughs> uh, what? I'm not eating sesame bagels. Aww. What else got sesame in it? You not the cookie monster? Hamburgers. <laughs> that little no. sesame on the buns? Nah, take them off. Huh? You not the cookie monster? Same my cookie monster. Who else? Bert? Ernie? <laughs> the, Bert from Bert and Ernie. Just to be, just, 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 just to be clear. <laughs> just want to be very clear. Okay? You know what I'm talking about? Big Bird. Mm-hmm. Who else? I Elmo. I kind of liked Oscar. Fuck Elmo. Hey, I think Elmo racist. Of course you liked Oscar. You like Oscar the Grouch? I did, yo, because he ain't want nothing from you know none of y'all. He was cr- just trying to be homeless and be left alone. What's up? You know what's crazy about this? Is I saw a TikTok that how Sesame started started for black kids. Like early Sesame yeah. Street was Tomato, influ- tomato, tomato. I know. Isn't it crazy, though? That is wild. Really? Like, no, it's crazy that- because Sesame Street was influenced by black culture. So a lot of the early, like early, early, early stuff of, of Sesame Street. Yeah. It's but literally no. like that's why they're that's why they're literally in the fucking like hood. Yeah, but no, Mo, you never asked your mom if she watched Sesame Street. No, because like our moms are the exact same age, right? And my mother grew up on Sesame Street. They loved it. Like that's that was for them. What was for y'all, Barney? Oh no. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. Too young it for te- Barney? No, technically Barney was, but I hated him. You did what? Yeah. I wasn't really that mad at Barney. I mean, no. I, at first I thought he was alright, and then I got tired of him. It was the I love you. Yeah, I was like, was nah, corny. you gotta go, bro. Yeah, it was you gotta whack. go. I wasn't with that. He tried to bring baby bop in, and like nah. they're making a horror movie about him. They should. Yeah, yeah. Y'all. I heard he was fit. Barney. What? Selena Gomez said it in an interview once. You talking about the the black dude that was in the suit yeah, or yeah, the yeah. voice? No, no, no. The black dude on the suit. There were two different people. Yeah, oh. I forgot Barney was black. The voice and the dude in the suit were two different 
true. What it's saying about Barney, this is about Sesame Street. <laughs> okay. Now they embarrass way too many young black girls for me. I'm cool. I know y'all have seen the videos. They have gone viral. If you haven't, look it up. But there has been a $25 million lawsuit filed over the Sesame Place accusations from one of the parents. And mm-hmm. I'm rooting for her. I hope she gets mm-hmm. every dollar. Sesame mm-hmm. Street has to fix this. Now, I'm not saying that everyone on the street is racist, but I'm saying enough people are the where it became a thing. And so they have to fix it. How do you what? come up with the number? $25 million? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how question. do you come up with the number to racism? You know what I mean? Because, like, like, 25? You know how? I'll say something racist to you, and then I'll go, huh, that was mean, huh? How's 10 million sound? What would you say? Mm, okay. That's say the number. <laughs> That's how it works. Give me another 10. Technically, right? Like, yeah, how you come up with the number for anything? I think at this point, depending on who their lawyers are, they're comparing similar cases from the past that they can be like, well, someone won 20 million. I think we have a better um, case for $25 million. It's like NBA contracts, right? Uh, like, this guy gets something, and then the next guy comes, and he gets something, and it just keeps going up, 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 and away. Right, mm-hmm. okay. You feel me? But um, mm-hmm. until they fix this, though, I'm I'm cool on all of them. Who do we miss? What's the Count guy name? Count Dracula. Count Dracula. Do we miss any other the Sesame Street characters? Mm, no, we you named said, them um... all? Even the, the two older people that used to stand on the stoop? Nah, they knew the racist was happening. <laughs> Little fake Felicia Rashad. What was her name? Oh, that woman. No, don't do her like that. Yo, Romeo doesn't even know who Felicia Rashad is. All right, my bad. All right, that's it too much. We out. I watched it in Spanish. Who's Felicia Rashad, Romeo? I don't know. I watched it in Spanish. You got to say it in Spanish. It was El Sesame Street. Hey, Felicia Rashad. <laughs> That's enough of that. It's time to have uh, have a party. Let's turn it up in here. Woo! We're about to have some fun, man. It is about to be lit for the second half of the party. Check this out, man. This guy has been in my life for a very, very, very long time. I don't know exactly how long we've known each other, but over 20 years, I would imagine. Yeah, it's about that. And um, wow. this dude was there for, like, I mean, pretty much all of it. My entire journey started from the bottom. Now we're here. It's been a beautiful struggle. We've been through it all, and <laughs> we had a moment where, well, the pandemic happened. Wasn't really sure what direction my podcast was going in, and so I brought him on to the podcast. So if you were listening to In the Moment back then, or if you've gone back and listened to those episodes, I don't remember the name of them. I do believe one of them was the Slot Brothers, because <laughs> I remember <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I remember that. <laughs> For some reason, I remember that one offhand. But uh, his name is Tavon. I know him as Jers. Yeah. And, okay, so the episodes that you may find him on, I believe, was You Can't Give the Ass Back, Green Eggs and Ham and Hennessy, Whose Toe Was in Your Mouth, The Slot <laughs> Brothers, I Want to See the Master, Buy Dirty Butt, Clap My Queen, Save My Life, this is what you left me for. You were on quite a few episodes, bro. I now told that I'm looking you. Back. You I was told right, you Katie. Was a minute, yeah. yeah. You was right. So we was riding, and then eventually came the episode that was talked about all around the world. That's what it was. 
Romeo, you may not know this yet because you weren't a fan of mine. You were listening to other podcasts at that time. You had a podcast before I joined? Yeah. <laughs> That's the same shit that got him kicked off. He keep yeah, playing. Don't make hey, the same we'll, mistake we'll, I'll we'll <laughs> we'll hey, we'll sound like you straight out of prison. <laughs> Yo, don't go to the places <laughs> yeah. I've been, my God. Yo, we was lit, though. We was riding for a few episodes, and then there was one episode in particular. Um, I did this episode called What the Fuck is My Life? And... It was the most transparent I had ever been in radio at that point. And it wasn't to shit on my dude. It really wasn't. I'm going to keep it a buck. I was hurt. And I just wanted to really get it off my chest. And I spoke to some people about it, and they advised me to do it. And I didn't want to do it, but they were like, just do it. And what happened was, when I did it, and I felt like, and you'll hear from him and how he received it, but when I did it, I felt like, I wasn't trying to come at him. I was genuinely trying to show him what I felt like he did and how he could improve by never moving like that again. Mm-hmm. What I wasn't prepared for was literally that episode took my podcast to a whole nother place. Mm-hmm. Whole nother level. Bro, you know what's funny? I actually know about this. You do? Yeah. Why? Because I remember it because you brought it up to the big show too. I did. I did. Yeah. You was really hurt about it. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes to show you, like, yeah. in entertainment, right? I remember this. People only care about the drama. Because I was doing mad episodes that were amazing. They were great episodes. They were funny. But when I t- came and I talked about it on the big show and then I talked about what really went down, yo, my podcast jumped up like 20, 30,000 listeners. Mm-hmm. So then that's when I realized, like, all right, you know what? I'm going to just be myself from here on out. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be transparent. Then I started talking shit about everybody I love. From then, I lost all my friends and family. (laughs) But it got us to over a million listens. So what do you want me to do, right? With that being said, if you have not listened to that episode, this is your moment to go back, and then you can join us here. It was, um, I don't know the number, because it doesn't tell me that, but the episode, the name of the episode was What the Fuck is My Life? And it was June 16th of 2020. 2020. And, well, he's here. Round of applause. The man is here himself, ladies and gentlemen. So if you have always wondered whatever happened to the relationship between my cousin and I, who I was speaking about that day, well, today is the day we find out. Welcome to In The Moment, Tavon. What's up, family? Hey, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Never thought I'd be here again, especially with my attitude last time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, me and Mo been involved in each other's life for what? A, a, a very, very long time. Now. I would say 20, 20 plus years. Like 20 like plus years yeah. now. And um, as soon as I met Mo, our relationship instantly just connected. You know, he is very talented when it comes to music. And at the time, music is something that I was trying to do as well. And I thought that there was nobody who can really outrat me until I met Mo. <laughs> and um, it's just Mo has always been my role model and just the person who I want to be as far as confidence, talent. Mm. just being the best person that you can be. And when I seen Mo, I seen what I can be. And for these last 20-something years, Mo has been trying to um, guide me into being that. And I'm very hard-headed and very stubborn. So I don't listen all the time. I've had a very bad sense of entitlement and not taking accountability for my own actions and blaming everything on everybody. But I've done some growing over the past few years, and um, we all have, brother. A lot of that ha- is because of the relationship that I have with Mo. 
appreciate that. Okay. You have, um, man, we, we've definitely been through it all. You name it, we've been through it from, I mean, just trying to create, whether it was content or trying to create a better life. Mm-hmm. Quality of life out of nothing. Absolutely nothing. I still remember the days of literally being in the hood, sitting on that rough-ass couch, no padding, going to McDonald's. Shout out to Geraldine, who used to make our... <laughs> Geraldine was all, fine, all, too. Yeah, she was. She used to try to bag Geraldine. She was never giving you no flavor, but she did give us the little dollar sandwiches with extra love. I don't know why I thought that was somebody's uncle, Geraldine. Yo, she like, had the wildest <laughs> name ever for a, a young, woman? attractive woman. <laughs> yo, yo, her name was really Geraldine, bro. Yeah. When he came to me and was like, yo, I'm trying to go holler at Geraldine, I thought he was out his damn mind. But I was like, yo. Man, we we really went through it. So the journey has been amazing. And we can definitely speak to a relationship that has had its share of up and downs, but has always remained genuine. We've never faked with each other. And that's how we arrived at that moment on the podcast. And so I don't think we necessarily have to go through the details, per se, of what happened that led to the podcast, because that's what that episode is for. Yeah. But I am curious as to the first time you heard it, what you felt, and then how we ended up rectifying it. I've never listened to the whole episode. I wouldn't have either. I get it. To be At all? I agree. No, I've never listened to the whole episode. I always wondered if you did, too. Oh. I always wondered if you did. <laughs> no. How far you got? Probably like 10 minutes. <laughs> Nah, you gotta go back that and listen was, to that. That wasn't the good part. Yo, that episode was fire. Yo, oh my God. Yo, I was tearing your ass nah, up. Would, <laughs> that's why. That's why 10 minutes in. Yeah, I would have stopped too. Yeah, you would have stopped, bro? Yes. You would have listened? As soon as I was like, yo, Romeo out of his fucking mind. You would have just exited. <laughs> it's like that. Moe's honesty is a different kind of honesty. It's the truth, but it's not necessarily what you want to hear at the time. And I knew I was wrong for how I handled that whole situation, to be completely honest with you. And... Um, if I could take it back, I just would take back that sense of entitlement, you know. I was just so happy to be put on a platform and somebody needing me that, you know, I just felt like what he built, some of it was mine and that wasn't the case, you know. I should have been more, um, I don't know the word to use for it right now. But humble? Yes, I should have definitely been more humble and I should have been more appreciative of what you were trying to do for me and... Um, looking back at it, I was very cocky. Looking back at it, I was very big-headed. And like I said, I had a big sense of entitlement. And it took for me to take some sense of accountability to realize that I was wrong for that whole situation. And I realized that our relationship is way bigger than us falling out over something like that. Way bigger than a podcast, too. Way bigger than a podcast. And you see, like, the same thing that happened with Desus and Merrill. You know? Like, they, they had this friendship. And Adesis. I Why you know. call that man Desus? I don't care. You turned him fucking Spanish. <laughs> Romeo, you gonna let that fly? I just heard Medusa. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what they talking about. Yeah, go ahead though, bro. But, um, just you know, me and Mo stopped talking for a very, very long time after that. About a year. Yes. Mm-hmm. And not having him in my life affected me in ways that I didn't think it would affect me because that guidance that I needed, I wasn't getting. Just that kick in the ass that I needed, I wasn't getting. That reassurance that I used to get, I wasn't getting. And, you know, thank God we ended up communicating a year later and, 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 and you know, mending that bridge because having him back in my life was a blessing. Damn, a whole year went by? Yeah, yeah, man. Wow. And um, I appreciate you saying that because 
you know, I mean, to keep it real with y'all, it's, it's a tough situation when you have to try to find the balance between, okay, you have to be responsible with your platform, right? Mm-hmm. And you have friends and family whom you love dearly, and sometimes they hurt you. And there's no better therapy than to utilize your platform to speak to the things that they did in hopes that, one, they'll hear it and be better for it, and two, other people who may have gone through it will hear it and be better for it. And that was the first time I ever had to make that decision. And when I did it again for my best friend, whom is his cousin (laughs) as well. Talking about the Vegas trip? Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. (sighs) Yeah. I don't even want to tell y'all how it felt being in the middle of that. Yeah. Yo, I don't even want to tell y'all. Yeah, it's rough. crazy. It was rough, man. Yeah. It was rough. And I love both of these men, like, unconditionally. But brothers are going to be brothers, you know? Mm-hmm. Who am I to say you're wrong or you're wrong? Just being in the middle of that, I don't want to say anybody's wrong. I kind of know who wanna... was wrong, though. <laughs> he know. <laughs> oh, no, Katie, I'm sorry. <laughs> he know. All right, go ahead. It was a hard situation. All right, guys. I feel you. I'm right here with you. I get it. Hey, yo, pride is um is trash, in all honesty. The older I get, I always say it's cool to lose your pride for your lady. It's never cool to lose your lady for your pride. It's the same thing with your friends, you know what I'm saying, or your cousins or whomever it may be. It's unfortunate. We hurt each other, and... You know, me and Romeo were talking one day. I don't even know if you remember, but you were like, bro, like, this is what you do. And people know that you do this. And so if they hurt you or if they cross you, they got to know what's coming behind it. You know what I mean? And you're right. And I feel that way. And I still feel that way. Sometimes I question on if I really should get on air and be this transparent mm-hmm. and this honest. And then other times I don't because they could go get that fake bullshit from anywhere else. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is who I am. And I never speak to hurt somebody. I may speak from hurt, but I never speak to hurt anyone. If anything, it's an attempt to say, hey, here's how I saw it. Here's what I wish you would have done. And maybe it'll actually help you. Not tomorrow, not next week, but at some point. And if it's real, I think it always gets back to where it's supposed to be, and it actually gets stronger. You know what I'm saying? It's like a broken bone. If you scientifically, when a bone heals, it's stronger than it was. Right. And I think relationships are the same way. You have to test them. You have to challenge them. If we've never been through anything, then how in the hell do we know exactly how strong we are? Mm-hmm. And so mm. I spoke towards what I felt, not knowing if we would ever speak again, but I was pretty confident that someday he'd realize the error in his ways, And so would I. And we'd grow from it, and we'd be here to talk about it. And I don't know if I was right about anything else, but I'm happy that I was right about that. And so here we are, attempting to be better people. And I think that's important in life to realize that you are going to hurt the people who love you, and the people who love you are going to hurt you. And it's important to point those things out, but it's even more important to have grace and be forgiving and develop a stronger bond in the end. Touche. That was beautifully put. That was, that was really, really, really well put. Thank you. Yeah. So, after that, you started a podcast with your girl. Hey. And, yep. Yep. Thought you could compete with me and Katie. 
Wait, wait. Oh, wait. It's what I do. You know it's never going to It's always going to end. No, 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 no. You know it's always going to end. It's me. Katie, you ain't know they was trying to compete with us. I didn't know there was a competition, and I didn't know he started a podcast with his girl. What? You ain't know they thought they had the chemistry that you and I got? Just to clarify, I didn't think there was any competition because there is. <laughs> Not no right. more. Um, because of Mo, I fell in love with podcasting. Mm-hmm. You know, during that you know little short span that we were doing it, and I wanted to try to do something on my own. Um, but due to my lack of consistency and drive, it just didn't pan out the way I wanted it to pan out. It was just your consistency. You have yes. everything it would take to do it. Just like a lot of people. And we speak about that all the time. Yes. But consistency is just as important as anything else. And you have to want it so bad that you are just never going to stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm joking as far as the competition thing. But I do, before we get back into the business of partying, want you to speak to Katie about the difficulty in being my partner. <laughs> because Katie is like the closest person to me since I got to Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a very easy person to be close to. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, offer Katie some advice, man. <laughs> Mo is the best at bringing out the stupidity of everybody. Okay, let's talk about it. Go ahead. The absolute best. Uh huh. He oh will. God, he will fact. expose the stupidity in mm-hmm. every single mm-hmm. individual, mm-hmm. and that is probably the hardest thing to deal with. Okay, that's the hardest thing. For me, for Fuck. me, Katie, do oh, your okay. shit now. Me, I just, I just talk your shit now. <laughs> I just wondered. Ask me right there. Nah, you said that's that's the hardest thing what? for me. But I've known him for a very long time, so anything that you feel like, you know, just just talk to me. Okay. But y'all want me to leave the room or some shit? I gave y'all the opportunity <laughs> to do whatever it now, is you got to so do. So you're saying the hardest thing is that what he'll pull out of you? Yes. I don't think Katie has ever, most people haven't. So I don't think Katie has ever been around a dynamic personality like me. No. You mean an alpha male? Yes. Because you are the alpha is like, of alpha is I, males. I, I, yep. don't, I don't give a fuck. You know that to just be me all the time. Yeah. That's why you're not understanding what she's trying. You see, I'm building the bridge all right, for y'all so, to talk shit about me. So Romeo, here's where I feel. I, do this. I got it. Look, Godfather. I know that Mo is the type of dude who doesn't give a fuck about any scenario, right? Mm-hmm. And that's who he is. And I know that part. <laughs> But sometimes, not all the time, sometimes we're more enhanced. And when it's more enhanced, I don't know how to handle the situation for other people that may be around. And I'm like, because I get it. Like, I understand who he is at that same time. But there's been moments where I'm like, I don't know how to react in this. And I feel embarrassed. But he's just being him. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, this feels weird for me because I'm not used to that. Yeah. And so in that moment, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable because I'm just not used to who Mo truly is. Even in a more enhanced situation. Do you feel like there's no reasoning with him in some certain situations? No, there is now. There is now. When I first met him, I felt like there wasn't, but no, there is now. Okay, yeah. okay, because once his mind is made up... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you cannot change Listen, it. Listen, there is, is nothing you can nope. do I'm sorry. Or no <laughs> say. He gonna stay <laughs> on it, right? He gonna, he's like, no, yes. that's... Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay, that's not even what she was saying. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> everybody in here. Hey, it's a three to four vote right now. <laughs> I know my way. Seriously. But I, I I mean, well, that's true. Oh, that's true. But I think, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't think Katie was speaking to that, though. I think Katie's speaking yeah. more to um, the essence of, like, Katie's a people pleaser. Yeah. So are you. 
Yeah. And Mo. I'm not. Yeah, exactly. He's not. Like, like when Katie says, like, she uses words like embarrassed. Perfect word to use. Mm-hmm. I'm never embarrassed. You know why? I don't give a fuck what people think. Mm-hmm. I never have. That's like a cage to me. I'm terrified to ever be embarrassed. Because if I'm embarrassed, that's me admitting that I care what everyone around me thinks. That's Katie's makeup. Mm-hmm. That's most people's mm-hmm. makeup. Mm-hmm. That's your makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never been wired like that. So every room I walk in, I'm very different than everybody in that room. And I already know that. That is not some shit that I expect everybody to get. You have had to have been around me 20 years for that to be normal. To you, that's probably normal shit. Yeah. Like you just said, you just told a story to Jay. We was in a store, person cut the line, got in front of everybody. Ten people in the line, nobody said nothing. They just let it happen. I walked over, tapped dude on the shoulder. Oh, Saw oh. that. Get behind me, my guy. And he's looking like, what the fuck? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And, yeah. it, and it, to, to, to Katie, that might have been embarrassing. Right, 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 right. To me, that's like, fuck you. Yeah. That's the right thing to do to me. So you see what I'm saying? That's literally like who I am. I can't change. Yeah. And I think that's what you was trying to say, no? Yeah, in a way. Because so for me, at first, when I first met you, I didn't know how to adapt to that because I wasn't used to that. Mm-hmm. Right? Especially being from the South. Because exactly. that's some real up north New York There's shit. only one other person in my life that I had to make that adjustment to. And it's my best friend, Brandon. He's the only guy that has the same mentality as you, Mo. Yeah, I can see you that. You and Brandon are one and the same. I can see that, yeah. And he... When I first met Brandon, we bumped heads because like, bro, you you know, and it took me a while to adjust. And so when I first met Mo, it took me a while to adjust because that's not what I was used to. And I was like, who raised you? But no, it's just him being his authentic self. The streets. Yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> they don't see that's another side of me. They don't yeah, really yeah, know. No, I have no idea. Do you? I don't want to no know. Clue. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, know who this is. Clue, but it, it's like the <laughs> longer I've been around him now, the more that I understand and I've adjusted. And I'm like, okay, this is just who you are. We're just two different people on two different sides of the spectrum. That's it. Yeah. Like, imagine you know? that. Imagine that for a second. Like the version of me that you had to adjust to. The whole oh, shit, this man different. That was like tame me. That was like the calmest I'd ever been in my life. Oh my god, it gets he's, worse. He's, yeah, okay. Oh my god, that man saw the tiger in his prime. What? <laughs> 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 I was a monster. <laughs> but now nah, we'll talk about all that off mic. Who's next? All right, let's get down to business. All right, you ready to part with us for the rest of the yeah. time we have? Yes, I'm ready. Yeah. You going to keep your sexy voice or you going to actually dig in and, you know, do some work? I'll probably go in and out. All right, say less. <laughs> i probably go in and out. I'm just being right. That's crazy. we all talk like this. You know, at the end of the day. <laughs> I don't yeah, even sexy. think I sound sexy, but thank y'all. I but it's, it's it. something about me being in Atlanta. Or hey, hey, we're not <laughs> I get my features out in Georgia. <laughs> yeah, hey. don't, don't come for my vocals. You get Stop. Your... <laughs> Stop. Oh. Stop. Talk your shit, Romeo. Stop. Oh, he got to do the Usher challenge, too, then. Because <laughs> yeah, nah, you know he won Romeo's spot. <laughs> nah, no. Nah, nah, Romeo took his spot. Uh, Romeo took the spot he always wanted. I Rome, didn't know. Listen, Romeo's hilarious, bro. Romeo is an amazing fit for That's not what you said behind his back. So you see he's trying to start narrative, right? <laughs> you see he's trying to start something crazy, right? I'm no. playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, nah, Romeo know I'll be playing. I appreciate right. that, though. Let's talk about relationships. What the fuck, Tudor? What is wrong with you? Well, but you laughing at people in relationships now? That's where you at? Wow. You in one. Yo, you are wild in the last couple weeks. I it's want you to know that. It's been a rough month. I already know. I already know. I am curious to what y'all think about this, though, right? Like, let's talk about what is compromise really look like mm. in a relationship. Mm. Follow me. Okay. 